Good morning and welcome to Morning Meditations, a five to ten minute meditation to get you thinking about what God might have for you in this new day. I'm your host, Pastor Nate Cook, so we hope you'll enjoy your meditation for this morning. Hey, this is Pastor Nate and this is your morning meditation. It is Thursday, December the 2nd, 2021. So today we're reading from Isaiah chapter 9, verses 2 and verse 4 through 7. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in a pitch dark land, a light has dawned. As on the day of Midian, you've shattered the yoke that burdened them, the staff on their shoulders and the rod of their oppressor. Because every boot of the thundering warriors, every garment rolled in blood will be burned, fuel for the fire. A child is born to us, a son is given to us, and authority will be on his shoulders. He will be named Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, Prince of Peace. There will be vast authority and endless peace for David's throne and for his kingdom, establishing and sustaining it with justice and righteousness now and forever. The zeal of the Lord of Heavenly Forces will do this. Man, this is a beautiful passage. I don't know if you've heard those words before. I've heard these words in Handel's uh, Hallelujah Chorus. Um, actually, Handel's Messiah. Yeah, wonderful counselor, mighty God, eternal father, prince of peace. This is referring, we know now, it has been fulfilled in Jesus. And uh, we know that Jesus is the one who brings peace. Jesus is the one who brings justice in in systems that are unjust. And so our author today, Olivia Metcalf, says this in our devotional. One way to connect with today's passage is to feel grateful that a light has dawned. We may think we have been walking in darkness for too long, and we praise God for the morning and for the child, the son that has been given to us. Many of us are probably used to reading this passage in just this way. But what if we tried a different way to read this passage that removes ourselves from the center of the story? If we were to look for the distressed, the people in darkness, those wearing a heavy yoke of oppression, those whose garments have been rolled in blood by the warriors that march on and on, who will we find in our neighborhoods, our communities, our churches, and in the world? If they are the ones who are rejoicing in the text, then whom might we be? When we only read ourselves as the oppressed, the ones in darkness and the ones needing a light to dawn, we are often blind to the oppression of others around us. We need a bigger vision. Lord, be a lamp to our feet. She goes on and talks about her experience in working with people in prisons and talking about When you're in a prison, you realize that there are those who have been marginalized, 
Uh, some by their own own choices, they're there by their own choices, but also there's often a lot of addiction, homelessness. There's a lot of other factors at play when you meet with people in prison. And I can relate. I've met with some people here in our city in prisons, and one of the questions that you have is how do we then, how do we help heal the systems that keep people in bondage? How do we help repair broken even justice systems. And so there's some bigger questions. So we need a light to dawn on us. We need a light um, to shine so that we can see a better way forward for, for those who have experienced this kind of oppression she's talking about. And so that, those are the questions that come up uh, when we begin to look at the bigger issues and when we begin to read this passage, not just with ourselves at the center, but with others at the center, when we begin to think about those who have been living in darkness, those who have been marginalized, those who've maybe been pushed to the edge of society, uh, that they need a light to dawn. So what would that look like in our world? She goes on to say in our devotion, yes, I do need the light to dawn in my own darkness. And I would agree, we all do. Yes, I do need the child who is foretold to be my Prince of Peace. Yes, I do need the yoke of oppression to be broken. But when those things happen for me, they aren't just for me. Because a light has dawned in my own darkness, I now need to examine my own heart, my own actions, my own practices, my attitudes, the systems in which I am complicit, and allow the light to shine on the places where I am the one who brings darkness, oppression, and discord. Search me, God. Show me where I have not been who you have called me to be in this world. Take me out of the center of the story and reveal the sin, the habits, the blindness I have had to those walking in darkness around me. I have hope. May I share hope. I have light. May I share light. So this is kind of a basic understanding of the gospel she's getting at today. And that is from the very beginning from when Abram was called by God, from the beginning of the people of Israel even, and probably back before that, but for sure we see it in Abram's call, um, the whole idea of Abram being blessed was so that he could be a blessing. So when we have had the light dawn on us, then the light is not to be held within, but it's to be shared. And so maybe as we read this passage about the light dawning, wonderful counselor, mighty God, Prince of Peace, maybe not just to question what does that mean for me, but what does that mean for us and our world? What would it look like uh, for us to allow the Prince of Peace to rule? What would it look like uh, if we had to wade into the messes of society and the messes of our families and, and to see what it would look like for us to pass that love, that light, that grace, that mercy on to other people so that they can see the light uh, that has dawned for them. And so I, I think that's something we can think about during this Advent is instead of just thinking about what can we give as far as presence goes, what can we give to others this Christmas season? What kind of light can we share? Uh, what kind of love can we pass from the love that God has given us on to other people, not just in this season, but all year round. And maybe we need God to open our eyes, to awaken us as we wait upon Him to some 
people who need to see the light of God in their life, to some people in our lives who need to feel that yoke of oppression released, so people in our world who need to have hope and peace this Christmas time. And maybe we can be those who take the peace and the hope that God has given us and we pass it on to those we come in contact with. Hey, that's just a thought for this morning, and I hope you have a great day. Well, thanks again for joining us for this morning meditation. Hey, do us a favor. Rate us on iTunes or even leave some feedback about our podcast so that other listeners can know how much you enjoy your morning meditations. Hey, have a great day.